The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the final two verses of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. It's from Jeremiah chapter 20, verses 12 and 13, where Jeremiah said or prayed, O Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. My dear friends in Christ, in the book of Psalms, there is one type of psalm that maybe seems a little bit out of place. And those are a psalm, you don't really need to know the title of it, but the name imprecatory psalm. An imprecatory psalm is a psalm in which uh, the psalm writer is actually praying to God that he would send his punishment, his vengeance on those who reject God, on those who rebel against God, on those who attack God's believing people. Now, as I said, that seems a little bit out of line. But, for example, one of the Psalms that says something like this, Psalm 69, it's where King David says to the Lord about his enemies, pour out your wrath on them. Let, that, let your fierce anger overtake them. Now that almost seems like he's contradicting Jesus when Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And well, is there a contradiction here? Is David out of line? Is, is Jeremiah wrong when he prays to the Lord and says, let me see your vengeance on my persecutors. And, well, actually what David and Jeremiah were doing in this instance is that they were praying to the Lord, thy will be done. Remember, Jeremiah was a prophet who at times was frustrated with God and, and frustrated with the people that he was supposed to serve. He told them about God's coming judgment, about how the people would be carried off into a Babylonian captivity, how Jerusalem would be destroyed, how the temple would be destroyed. And as he talked about those coming judgments of God, what he was doing is he was trying to show those people their sin and trying to call them to repentance. But the sad thing is, is that they just didn't listen. They didn't listen. Instead, what they did is they went after him and according to church tradition, what ended up happening is that here Jeremiah trying to serve them, trying to help them, but they went after him and and apparently he was stoned to death by the people he was trying to serve. Well, in our reading, then, Jeremiah prays, O Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for to you I commit my cause. 
Well, Jeremiah is acknowledging that the Lord can look into the hearts of well, his enemies, of, of all people for that matter, that God can look into people's heart and see what's really there. The Lord knows if people are righteous, meaning that if there's faith in their hearts so that they're believing children of God, the Lord knows if people are righteous and the Lord knows if people are unbelievers. He knows if they're going to continue in their unbelief. So basically what Jeremiah was doing here is he was praying the Lord to send his vengeance, his judgment on those people who would continue to rebel against God, who would continue in their unbelief, who would continue to worship idols. That's what he was saying. But now, remember, the Apostle Paul did say, God our Savior wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. That's God's great desire. That was Jeremiah's desire as well. Hopefully it's always our desire as well. However, Jesus did also say, he that believes and is baptized will be saved. He that believes not will be condemned. God does want all people in heaven. And it's God's will that all believers end up in heaven. And, well, we have to say that ultimately it's God's will that those who reject him, those who continue in their unbelief, that they will suffer eternal punishment. Now, of course, when we say that, we always say, but God really would rather that everyone would end up going to heaven. But Jeremiah, what he was doing here, he was praying that the Lord oh, would help and protect those people who really believe in the promises of God, protect them from the enemies, their enemies, those who would attack and persecute them. And what Jeremiah was also doing there is he wanted the people to see that God was serious when he talks about people rejecting him and how it is dangerous, how it will result in eternal punishment. When Jeremiah here adds, for to you I have committed my cause, really Jeremiah is saying, thy will be done. He's saying, God, you know what's best for me and you know what's best for all people, even those who would rebel against you, those who would attack your people, you know what's best for them. So, so Jeremiah was saying, you take care of me and you do what you know is best. Jeremiah said, sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hand of the wicked. Consider what a great change the Holy Spirit had worked in Jeremiah throughout this section here. Jeremiah, well, he, he started out complaining and ready to give up on God, but then the Holy Spirit basically got him to say, thy will be done. And then he was singing praises to the Lord. What the Holy Spirit did for Jeremiah is, is what we need the Holy Spirit to keep on doing for us as well. Because, well, in this world, we all have our opinions about what we think God really should be doing. And our opinions 
basically those things could be saying to God, my will, not thy will be done. And that's a dangerous spot for us to put ourselves into. May the Holy Spirit help us always. Oh, to be doing kind of like that change that took place in Jeremiah here, that, that we'd always be saying to God, thy will be done. To know that God always knows what's best for us and for all people to reach as many as possible with the gospel, to get as many people as possible into God's believing family. Now see, when we know that God knows what's best and that God's will is the best, then what we'll be able to do is, even in the toughest times, we'll still be able to keep on singing praises to the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, we so often are tempted to believe that we know what you should be doing. Help us always to remember that you really do know what is best for us and, and our eternal souls. Help us always to be praying, thy will, not my will, be done. And to keep praising you for always doing what's best for us. We have proof that you do know what's best for us as we remember that you gave us Jesus to be our Savior and our way to eternal salvation. We are so blessed that thy will is being done. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.